Holly G with the Golf Insiders for this edition of For Your Game. She's back, and she has been a busy lady because it's summertime up in the beautiful state of New York where she spends her summers, and it's wonderful to have my dear friend, founder of Golf 8.5 and the president of Education Golf. The one, the only, LPGA Hall of Famer, Kay McMahon, on the show today. Hi, Kay. Hi, Holly. It's always, always a pleasure to be with you, and I just, you make me smile every time you introduce me, but it's, it's good. You make me laugh. This is about fun and having fun. Absolutely, and um, you, let's just talk for a minute. Um, you have designed an innovative uh approach to the golf swing. Let's put it that way. Uh, it's called Golf 8.5. 8.5 Simple Steps to a Classic Swing. Can you just share with my listeners how you break that down? Um, because it is, you know, we talk about the, the thousand and one thoughts, right, that we walk away from most lessons with. And all the sticky notes of tips and, you know, uh, do this, don't do that. You break it down so simply with with your method. Please, please share about Golf 8.5. Not a problem at all. Well, through my research and experience over the last 30-some plus years, um, you're right. There's always 1,001 things that are going on in people's head. And all that stuff maybe has to happen, but you can't think of that in 1.2 seconds. So the 8.5 basically is a very, very simple, simple way of, of not only addressing the golf ball, but then of swinging and then and actually getting your swing to be much more effective. Um, so the eight, the eight and a half things basically mean that there's only four things you do before the swing, okay, and how you get set up. And if you do our four things, posture, your posture happens automatically. You never have to think about it. And you don't have to worry about ball position because that will happen automatically. And the distance from the ball is the same thing. So there's only four things before the, before the swing, kind of like setting the table for dinner. But you've got to do them in the right order. Brilliant. Love it. So that means there's only four and a half things to think about in your swing. That's absolutely correct. So it's... Come on. Oh, four and a half Ks? For, for real? <laughs> For real. If you do four and a half things, our four and a half things, we promise you, you will pick up distance and your direction and your ball contact will be much better. Now, it's called chunking. So there's four and a half positions in the golf swing. And then you just learn how to transition from position to position. But the positions have to do with the club, how the club and you have to operate together and get synced up. So there's only four and a half positions. And then all the stuff you see on the Internet, all the tips that people give you, will actually happen, but you won't have to think about them. So I'm not saying anything's wrong. I'm just saying I don't want to think about 1,001 things. So it's how I changed my swing, and it became much more effective. And we have testimonials from everybody that said, well, this is too simple. I said, well, I can make it complicated, but I don't have to. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I recommend to my listeners to to go see on your website because you have lots of great videos and tremendous information there uh, of how you actually break down Golf 8.5. One thing I want to talk about that seems to be 
something that everybody starts to deal with, especially as they get a little older. Um, you know, golfers want more distance, or they feel they're losing distance, Kay. Um, you know, is that uh, flexibility, the wrong equipment? So many things, I imagine, can uh, impact getting more distance. Well, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, you mentioned it a little while ago. It's, it's a three-prong or four-prong or a five-prong idea of, of how to get more distance. And one of the things you just mentioned is flexibility. I can't emphasize that enough. The more flexible that you can stay, you can actually pick up distance. But um, distance is a factor of, of many variables in the golf swing. Uh, the number one thing I always tell people is it's really about centeredness of contact with centeredness of the club face to the center of the ball. Because every quarter of an inch off the center, you're going to lose somewhere, depending on your strength, 10 to 20 yards in distance and direction. Wow. And it's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, I think, I, you know, probably what comes to mind is, you know, we've seen that with a guy named Bryson DeChambeau, right? I mean, he's breaking records with his club head speed, but a lot of times it's not down the center of the fairway. Correct. So he's got opens, not square, club face, closed club face, so he's kind of all over the map. He's got the distance, um, but he's also built up his strength and his club head speed. So people really, you know, attribute it, distance to speed it does have something to do with speed but let's just say i can swing 100 miles an hour and i miss the ball well I, I, that's my great example i have no distance at all right. so you really <laughs> you think about it so sometimes you want to find a speed that you can find the centerness of contact you may get more distance that way too um one of the other things we talk about is is they always talk about lag when the uh, best known per- people that have the largest leg um, is uh, Sergio. And uh, he's got such a great leg that he actually kind of has to look like he lays the club off because if he had so much leg, he hit himself in his back shoulder. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Most people cast, you know, and you lose all your distance by casting or throwing the club out. And what causes so, that, Kay? I know I've, I've gone through that from time to time. Well, people are going to think that this is a little bit of heresy, but it's starting your hips first. Lots of times you'll see on these uh, Internet tips to bump your hips forward, to start to spin them. As soon as I do that, that throws my arms out, and I've cast it, and I haven't retained the the angle that I've set, the, my leverage of my back arm, uh, the right elbow, so you get casted out. So in our 8.5 system, the 2.5 position, 2.5 is... You're learning how to keep the leg without spinning your hips out first. What about uh, stiffness in your shaft? Because that's certainly going to impact uh, your your club head speed, your swing speed. Uh, but I I tend to believe a lot of people play way too stiff a shaft. What do you think? I'm 100% behind you. I, I totally agree. You need some extra kick it, kick in it. Um, people think that if you play a very flexible shaft that you're going to lose your direction. Not today anymore. That might have been true maybe 40 years ago. But you need, especially off the lies are much tighter for your fairway woods, you need a much more flexible shaft. 
we had a young lady once that had a swing speed of 105 miles an hour, which is pretty good, a young adult. And we did some club fitting with her, and we tried stiff to extra stiff. To we got all the way back down to where she was. We put her in a lady's flex, a very flexible shaft, and she actually hit the ball straighter and farther with a more flexible shaft. So you're absolutely right. There has to, there's a lot to do with that. There also is a lot to do with the, getting the right type of golf balls when you start talking equipment. And there's many golf balls out there. I tell people to take two or three different brands, go out and try your driver, and then by you know, doing an experiment and seeing which one kind of goes farther when you hit it, just put them up against each other. And that's one of the best ways for every amateur to figure out what's the best ball for them. You remind me of uh, Freddie Couples, who uh, experimented with both of those things. I think it was well known for a while. He had that lady precept. So, you know, if the if the pros can do it, uh, I would say it's important to find out what works best for amateurs. Well, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what I did. I used to be a t- mediocre fairway wood player. And then I had some demo clubs, and one day I had to go play with the ladies' flex. And I'm like, okay, I can now hit these. And so there, I've got ladies' flex fairway woods in my bag. So you're absolutely right. So you kind of sometimes have to break the rules to find out what works best for you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't uh, encourage people enough. If there are two clubs you're going to get fitted for, one is your driver, and then the second is your putter. You know, there's so many... Uh, you know, there's so much availability now to get custom fit. Uh, it, it really is, is something that can make a big difference in terms of improving your scores. Speaking of improving your scores, here's another question I know a lot of people ask. I even uh, have been in that conversation recently myself, Kay, as a single digit who's watched her, you know, game uh, – her handicap creep up a bit, mostly due to lack of play. Uh, you hear these stories of people dropping their handicap from, you know, a 25 to a to a six. Uh, how do you go about setting realistic goals to improve your game, improve your handicap, and have reasonable expectations? Well, it's a great question because everybody obviously, you know, everybody wants to improve no matter what level you are. But you get someone that's maybe a 25, 28 handicap and they say, oh, I want to be a, a 5. Well, I think you need to set realistic goals of saying, well, maybe I'll drop my handicap five strokes. But the thing to do is to really evaluate your game. People always think it's sometimes it's about distance. It's not always about distance. And by evaluating your game... Uh, we do this in our webinars. We we talk about it is, is to elevate your game, we need to evaluate it. So by doing that, you can say, well, if I hit every fairway, I'm okay, but have I hit any greens? Or is my first putt, are all my first putts 30 feet? Well, if they're 30 feet, that means your approach shots aren't very good. So it, it kind of, by evaluating your game, getting very specific, you can then figure out which areas to work on. And, and I and I've we've watched people drop this summer and over the winter from the winter in our webinars their handicaps have actually dropped because of the things that we've done that way that we've really got very specific about evaluating their game. Yes, and you mentioned your webinars. You've just created a fantastic platform 
uh, of a way for, you know, for people to get online lessons. And it's been so effective, Kay. Can you share more about that? Well, it was, it was because of COVID, we started to do webinars and just to keep people active, especially since everybody was staying at home. So as the term goes, we had to pivot, not, not pivot in how I take my, my club away, but just pivoting in, in what we had to do to get people to play, to continue playing golf. And getting um, better. And getting better. And we've had um, from rank, rank beginners to um, single digit, two handicapped people in our webinars, the same webinar. And they've come over, they've taken a five-week course, and most of them have then gone on taking another another two to three more courses because they have repeatedly gotten better and kept their game on track. So when spring hit, they were ready to go. They didn't feel like they had to take the first month to get ready. It's it, it was pleasing to me, exciting to me, and remarkable. I didn't expect such great results, but it's been fun. I've worked with the best of the best, Kay. Of course, uh, you know you're you're my you're one of my favorites, uh, especially with this golf 8.5 because I too have brought friends to you who had never swung a club, and I watched them within an hour have this classic golf swing, and, oh, by the way, get the golf ball in the air. And, you know, that's the most encouraging thing for a new player. Oh, it is, and it, that's what makes teaching fun. So um, you make my head swell, so my hats aren't going to fit. But it, it's really about giving the customer, making it so much easier for the client to get the golf ball airborne. So our 8.5 has been great, and you're always very encouraging, and, and I certainly appreciate all the compliments. Thank you. Well, one thing that you've started that I love, and, okay, to all the, to the men out there, if you're trying to come up with some kind of special – gift, let's say, for your wife or maybe something to do as a customer appreciation for your customers or uh, your employees in your business, Kate, you have now created a uh, home golf workshop. Uh, you call it your uh, home parties, <laughs> P-A-R-T-E-E-S, and I love this concept. And to me, uh, is just a could be a really fun idea to either a have for a special event or, as I said, to, to give as a gift. Well, you're absolutely right. During COVID, we all had to come up with some unique ideas, and, I, and it actually has worked out well. So I actually stole the idea from Tupperware. We're not going to give out Tupperware products, but they do um, home parties, and uh, so the host. Is actually the host, and so they don't have to pay anything. They just have to host it, and it can either be online or it can be in person. Uh, so they've actually they've actually turned out pretty well. It could be a half day, a three hour day. You do cocktails afterwards, or do it over lunch, or something like that too. So it's worked out very well. We, we actually do live demonstrations and actually have people uh, doing things. But I do want to offer one more thing. I am going to be returning to Florida uh, the first part of October. And I know that we did one in June, and through your Golf Insiders and for your fans, we will be offering some discounts. So they want to stay tuned for that, too. But there will be a, a three-day workshop. I think it's October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of October. Admission in. Yeah. Like, sorry, admission in and Howie in the Hills, just about 30 minutes outside of Orlando. Yeah, beautiful Mission in Resort. Um, absolutely one of our favorites. And 
they're participating in our Central Florida golf card too. So we are so happy that you are hanging your hat for uh, a few workshops this winter in our neck of the woods. Well, Kay, we always appreciate spending some time with you. And how do my listeners get in touch with LPGA Hall of Famer and PGA member? Yes, PGA member. Uh, this is Rarified Air. If you want the best of the best in golf instruction, you want to get in touch with Kay McMahon. How do they do that, Kay? They can go to my website, educationgolf.com, but it's spelled E-D-U-K-A-Y. T-I-O-N, golf.com, and that's the best way to get a hold of me. And we also have a YouTube channel under the same thing, Education Golf, where you alluded to the fact that I have a lot of videos out there so people can find out all about us. And please remember to subscribe. We love our subscribers. Awesome. And we love you, Kay McMahon. Thank you so much for spending some time with the Golf Insiders today. Thank you, Holly G. Appreciate it.